everyone and welcome to a new episode of The Underage Lawyer. I'd just like to say thank you to all those who are currently listening on iTunes. For those of you who don't know, The Underage Lawyer is now available through the iTunes store. Just open the iTunes app and search for The Underage Lawyer. It will open up and you can click subscribe so you'll always get the updates for the new Underage Lawyer episodes. Thank you and enjoy. and while Kodak Black is let off easy. Jason Opdeg, also known as Kodak Black and his career as a rapper, left the courts happy today. Today he was let off a 55-year maximum sentence through a process known as plea bargaining. A plea deal agreeing to do five years of probation and a year of house arrest brought the result. He had fans calling for his release, showing their support by wearing free Kodak shirts. The overwhelming support of fans was likely an influencing factor for the prosecution's eagerness to get him out of the courthouse. The young rapper has gathered followers through the popular video platform YouTube. Well-known rapper Drake has even featured his song Skirt on his YouTube channel. However, Kodak has been plagued with a series of legal issues including assault and drug offences. While the rapper stereotype matches the conflict of the legal system, the impact on his career would be significant. Some sources suggest this was part of the reason why Kodak was let off. Lawyers Alan Stefan Zamorin and Gary Collin were both very pleased with the result. Their client will be seen on the international music circuit in the near, fi- in the near future. So what exactly is plea bargaining? The term plea bargaining comes from the United States. In Australia, the practice is used as well. It is most commonly involved in criminal or civil penalty charges. Usually, the defence will bargain with promises of good behaviour and house arrest in exchange for the prosecution recommending a non-custodial sentence. Non-custodial means that they don't have to attend jail. A plea bargain is where your legal team makes an agreement with the prosecutor to accept a lesser charge. That will most likely mean that you will have to enter a plea of guilty, yet you will plead guilty to a less serious charge. In Barbaro and the Queen, the issue was closely examined. The facts are unique. Accused Pascal Barbaro and Severo Zavilli were charged for involvement with drugs. The defence and prosecution had negotiated away from court benches. They'd reached an agreement on a sentencing year. However, the judge refused to accept the prosecution's request for a non-custodial sentence. The judge then laid down his own sentence, upsetting the usual practice. The case was taken on appeal to the High Court. There, the prosecution was appealing on a matter of law. The High Court had to consider whether a plea bargain can be used to prevent the judge from exercising his own discretion. It is assumed that the judge, as a superior legal mind, is capable and should be able to exercise his own discretion over a case. Now, usually this isn't an issue, but when the defense has bargained away a rightly deserved custodial sentence, can the judge do anything? The High Court found it was not a material error for the judge to refuse to accept the prosecution's submission. He was allowed not to take into account any sentencing ranges from the prosecution or from the defence. The 2014 case was significant as it overruled a previous right for the prosecution to set the bounds of the sentencing range, Aaron McNeil Brown. Kodak Black is not an isolated case of individuals being freed from crimes. In fact, he's probably one of the few cases where plea bargaining is just a simpler litigation process. Some litigants who benefit from plea bargaining are charged with serious crimes. Then, plea bargaining becomes a threat to the safety of the community at large. Carl Williams was a famous underworld figure. He was charged with three counts of murder and one count with conspiracy to commit murder. These serious crimes are usually reserved for the most heinous of cases. We'd all like to think that they're treated with the respect that they deserve, especially in the legal field. 
However, plea bargaining minimises the severity of the crime. In some cases, it can feel like there was no retribution at all. William's sentence was thrown away when the Victorian Office of Public Prosecutions struck a deal with William's defence team. Barbaro and the Queen was a 2014 case, and Williams was tried in 2007. So then the judge felt that he had to follow the previous landmark case, R.M. Neil Brown. That meant he accepted the prosecution submissions, and Carl Williams walked away. So what's the issue? Some may find themselves supporting plea bargaining. On face value, it's a great way of minimising expensive court costs and negotiating your way out of a devastating custodial sentence. However, the private negotiation process can either force a guilty plea on an innocent accused or realign the sentence to something less serious than what it actually is. Plea bargaining is somewhat of a double-edged sword. It can save or ruin lives and the foundations of society at the same time. It is also one of the most secretive processes of the criminal law system. It is secretive because the negotiation takes place without any official recording. There is no legislation that can referee this bargain process and there is no objective review tribunal. It harbours a little bit too close to the saying, you get the justice you pay for. If you can afford to hire a good negotiator, you could avoid a drug trafficking charge for the mere use of drugs fine and a rehabilitation condition. To really pinpoint what you should be concerned about, realize that this plea bargaining process is entirely anti-democratic and undermines the foundations of the Australian Constitution. There is no jury watching the process. There is no law to ensure justice. Instead, there is just two rogue lawyers and an accused in a room. It sounds a lot like the plotline of suits and you'd be right to think so. Some people suggest that this entire process undermines the right against self-incrimination and the right to retrial. After all, if you accept the wrong plea bargain, there's no files for you to appeal against. It's a lot like an illusory promise. For those who aren't familiar with the term, this refers to a contractual promise that has no legal force behind it. It lacks payment or consideration for forcing the courts to ignore it. A plea bargain carries no weight in an appeal court. That being said, American courts have treated plea bargains like contracts. That, however, does require some documentation of the bargaining process. Many Australian lawyers prefer to plea bargain through a series of subtle changes and applications to court. This slower, costlier process has no legal action on contracts and can take much longer. Overall, plea bargaining is a well-established process of the courts. However, it can legally pervert the course of justice. Judges are seldom as brave as seen in Barbara and the Queen, requiring that plea bargaining becomes an above-the-table recorded litigation process that can help to ensure justice on both sides of the bench. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Underage Lawyer and for those listening on iTunes, thank you very much and don't forget to subscribe.